Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners, and welcome back. This is the best place in the universe to study English. Maybe. It's not official, but that might be true. I'm going to say that anyway. Thank you very much for coming back again. I hope you've had a good week. As you may have noticed, there was no expression at the beginning of this episode. That's because this whole episode is about expressions. You know, I don't want to give you too many. So today we're talking about love and romance and dating because this is something that most people do, of course. And, you know, we all need expressions for this. We all need to know how to talk about them in a, in a nice way. So we're going to get to that in a minute. Before we get to that, I just want to thank uh, maybe Sarah or Sarah. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. But anyway, this person gave me a nice review on Apple Podcasts, I think. And they said, awesome, I love the way you teach. So very simple review, but I was really, really happy to see that. So if you want to make my day, make me really happy, you can also leave a review if you like, and it helps the podcast become more popular, which is very good for me. And you can do that at maybe Apple Podcasts, or maybe you can do it also on Stitcher. I'm not sure. But if you can do that, I would really appreciate it and share your thoughts and what you think about the podcast. As always, there will be a transcript for this episode. So if you go to ewmichael.com forward slash love, you will be able to view the full transcript. Or if you're on your phone, there should be a link in your podcast app player where you can click and you can view all the words I'm saying right now. It's very easy to listen to me and read at the same time. Okay, so for the format for today's episode is as such, as follows. I will go through my favorite expressions for romance and explain the meaning and talk about them. And then at the end, I will do my best to make a story out of them. And I haven't prepared anything so it might be terrible. It might be a really bad story, but we'll see what I can do. So these expressions range from fairly easy and common to a little bit harder and more advanced. So hopefully there should be something for everyone in this list. Regardless of your English level, you should learn something. But okay, so the first one is to have a crush on someone. Have you heard this one before? To have a crush on someone. If you haven't heard it before, it might be quite hard to guess because crush is a strange word to use here. If you have a crush on someone, that means you kind of like someone. It's not, maybe it's not love. It's not really serious, but there's like a soft spot in your heart for them. Maybe you want to start dating them. You're interested in them. So for all of my single listeners out there, is there anyone who you have a crush on at the moment? 
Maybe you could tell them. Go up to them. Tell them in English, I have a crush on you. Maybe that can be your homework for today. It's a very scary homework. Okay, the second expression, which many of you will have heard, is love at first sight. Love at first sight. Now, it's a little bit self-explanatory, but this is a really common way to phrase it. Love at first sight. So this is when you see someone and you instantly fall in love. Maybe you don't even need to get to know them. You just know that they're the one for you. They are the one. So many people don't believe in love at first sight. Personally, I'm not so sure. But what do you think? Do you believe it's possible to fall in love on first sight? You know, with any of the questions I'm asking today, of course, you can leave a comment and let me know your thoughts over on the podcast page. But maybe before you fall in love at first sight, let's go back to having a crush. Maybe you have a crush on someone. You meet someone in a bar, at a party, maybe even on the street. But you kind of want to see if you like them. So then you would check them out to check somebody out. So this is a phrasal verb with many meanings. But when it comes to dating and romance, it means to kind of look at someone up and down to see if you're attracted to them. Usually you are. Maybe you see like a very good looking man or woman, boy or girl, and you're kind of looking at them like, hmm, yeah, they're very, very attractive. So that's what we call checking somebody out. So sometimes it can be a very creepy thing to do. If you're you know, watching someone from, you know, around the corner, that's very creepy. But sometimes it can be very romantic, especially if the other person has a crush on you as well. So maybe think about if you're the kind of person to check somebody out, or are you more confident? Maybe you would just talk to them and you wouldn't even check them out first. I don't know. If you did want to talk to them, you would need to be brave. And another way to say brave is to pluck up the courage. To pluck up the courage. So that word pluck is also used when like you're plucking feathers, which means pulling out feathers. Or you can pluck hair with tweezers, which means you're pulling out the hair from, you know, wherever, your face, <laughs> your arms. Although I'm not sure why you would pluck hair from your arms. That sounds very painful. But in this case, to pluck up the courage means to find the courage, the bravery within you and use it. So it's very, very scary to talk to somebody, especially if you have a crush on them. So you need to pluck up the courage and just do it. You know, don't think about it. So I'm generally quite a shy person. So when I met my girlfriend, I had to pluck up the courage and go on a date with her. And it was very scary at first, very, I was very nervous, but of course it all worked out for the best. It was a good thing that I found that courage. So think about maybe how hard is it for you to pluck up the courage? Is it very hard to kind of force that courage out or does it come quite naturally to you? So after you pluck up the courage, then you need to kind of get to know them a bit maybe make a good first impression. So at this point, 
you would maybe chat them up. Now, this is a very casual English expression. And、uh, let me check; it might only be British. Well, according to Google, it's not only British. It maybe is more international. But of course, I can definitely speak for the British side of things. You know, I've never been to the USA. So if you chat someone up, that is like flirting with someone. Maybe you're trying to talk with them and make them fall in love with you, make them attracted to you, or impress them in some way. So then we also have this expression: a chat up line. Chat up line. The word line here is like a sentence. A chat up line is like when you have like a common phrase that you use to impress a partner. Usually, it's kind of Men trying to impress women, you know, but it can be the other way around. So some of these chat-up lines might be a bit hard to understand. It's not something that translates so easily. You know, humor is always a hard thing to get in a second language. So there are many chat-up lines which are really, really cheesy, which just means they're kind of very bad. You know, people say them all the time. They're very cliche. And they're not good, but people still say them. Some people like them, but most people hate these really common chat-up lines. So I'll see if I can think of some examples. One example could be, let's say a man approaches a woman, a very beautiful woman, and he says, "Did it hurt? Did it hurt when you fell from heaven?" So this is implying that she's so beautiful, she's like an angel. That fell from heaven, but yeah, it's I don't know. Most women probably wouldn't like that. They would, you know, feel a bit awkward.、Um, but that's a very common one to say. Well, how about this one? I'm not a photographer, but I can picture me and you together.、Mm-hmm. So maybe you can see here that these kind of chat-up lines usually work on a double meaning, and that's kind of what makes them good. But、yeah, feel free to let me know. Do you have any chat-up lines in your own language? Maybe you could translate them to English and let me know. I'd love to hear. Or even better, perhaps you could come up with your own chat-up lines in English, and try to, you know, maybe chat up some people in the comments over on my podcast page. But yeah, I'd love to hear them. And if they're really good, I will also maybe talk about them next time. Okay, so you've plucked up the courage. You've chatted them up. You're flirting with them, in other words, and now you need to do the next phrasal verb, which is to ask them out. To ask them out. To ask out someone is to kind of ask someone to go on a date with you, or maybe it's to be your boyfriend or your girlfriend. So, of course, you might just ask simply, "Would you like to, you know, go for a coffee sometime? Would you like to go?" For a meal, hang out sometime. This is just an example of asking somebody out. So after you have asked somebody out, you are going out with them. So to ask is the question, and the the state of being with them, is, in other words, dating someone, is going out with them.、So、if you said I'm going out with Amanda, that means you're currently dating. Maybe it's not so serious at the moment. If it gets more serious, you can say we're in a relationship. The next stage is 
usually when the love comes, the really serious feelings of love. So there's a common expression where you can say, I have fallen head over heels in love. Head over heels in love. Now the head over heels part, you know, the heels are part of your, the back of your feet. The head over heels just kind of, kind of means you're maybe doing somersaults, you're doing flips in the air, which suggests that you're really happy. You're so in love that you're doing flips in the air. So yeah, it really just means you have fallen deeply in love with somebody. So that's a great thing if you can fall head over heels in love um, while you're going out with someone. And finally, if things progress, maybe a few years down the line, a few years later, you might start to be thinking about a future together. So perhaps you're thinking about children, buying a house, all that kind of stuff. And there's a phrase for this. We say to settle down, to settle down. Now, if something settles, that usually means it becomes more stable, maybe less messy or spontaneous. Uh, for example, if there is lots of dust or sand flying around in the air, when the wind disappears, the dust will settle on the ground. It will land on the ground and stop flying around. Likewise, in a relationship, if you settle down, it means you're getting a stable lifestyle with a house, with a, a family, all of that kind of stuff. So maybe think about if you have settled down yet, if you're in the process of settling down with your partner, or is it a dream for you in the future? Do you want to settle down? Or maybe you don't want that. You know, some people never want to settle down. Okay, so there's a lot to remember there. I think, let me count, that was three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine expressions, I think. It's a lot to remember. And I hope some of them were new for you. All of these expressions and their meanings will be on my podcast show notes. And as I said, that will be at ewmichael.com forward slash love. So now to end the podcast, I am going to try to summarize everything in a nice story. And I have not prepared for this, so it might be terrible, but bear with me. Okay, so I'm going to make up two characters, man and woman. Let's go with Amanda, as I said before. Amanda and why not John? John's a good name. Simple name. So John and Amanda went to school together. They went to high school together. And all throughout school, John had a crush on Amanda. But Amanda never seemed to notice him. Until... One day, they went to a party for their friend's birthday. Amanda was checking out John. And John noticed this. John noticed Amanda checking him out. So he was really happy. Of course, for John, years before this event, it was love at first sight. He had always loved her. But Amanda was just starting to notice him at this party. So when John noticed this, he plucked up the courage to go and talk with her and approached from across the room. 
They spent the whole night talking. He bought her a drink and he was chatting her up. He was flirting with her and she seemed to be having a good time. They both seemed to enjoy their time together. At the end of the evening, they exchanged numbers and they were texting throughout the whole rest of the week. Eventually, over text, John asked Amanda out on a date. He asked if she would like to meet him for a coffee and maybe you know, advance their relationship to the next level. It didn't take much time until Amanda fell head over heels in love with John. After the fourth date together, they agreed to go out. They agreed to be in a relationship. So they were going out for some time and people really got to know them as that kind of cute, typical couple who are always together. They never leave each other's side. And this happened for many, many years. They were always together. They lived together. They traveled together. They made a lot of good memories together. Eventually, after five years of dating, they decided to get married and then settle down. They wanted to have a stable lifestyle. So after they got married, they bought a house and they settled down. Okay, I actually did okay, didn't I? Maybe it's not the most exciting story. You know, there weren't any problems or twists and turns. But I think it was okay. I used all the expressions and it made sense. So, of course, if you want to practice today, it would be great if you could make a story yourself. Try and use these expressions. Use, use some more expressions that you know. And I'd love to hear what you come up with. But yeah, if you found this podcast useful, please let me know and I can do more podcasts similar to this. It's been very educational. You know, I'm not sharing many of my tips and opinions like normal, but I'd be happy to do more of these if you like them. The sponsor of today's episode is actually not a sponsor at all. <laughs> it's just me trying to tell you about my course. So I have a phrasal verbs course online and it's a free five-day course. So you can sign up and each day of the course, you will get an email with a lesson about phrasal verbs. Now we've learned some phrasal verbs today, such as to go out, to check out, and they're very difficult to remember. So my course is a very good way to start doing that. And you know, did I mention it's completely free as well? So if you would like to sign up to this course, you can go to ewmichael.com forward slash phrasal verbs. So that's phrasal verbs, no space. But there will also be a link to that in the podcast show notes as well. Thank you very much for listening. As always, great to talk with you again. And I will see you next week. Bye bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.